All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. <clears throat> so Uncle Bobby just got off the horn with Chris, the presuppositional apologist guy. Now, how did it go? Let's get a quick review while it's still fresh in my brain and the blase and the glavenoids. I talked to a presup, and that is exactly what's supposed to happen. That was 90 minutes of talking to a presup. The first thing that pops to my head, because how we end it, uh, he complimented me. Thanks, Chris. Uh, because I did not cuss during his show. Well, fuck that. I'm in my own goddamn house, and Uncle Bobby says some fucking cuss words. He called my language vile. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. But then he turned around and talked about if I didn't change my ways, I was going to burn in hell. And I asked him, are you okay with that? He said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the word fuck is bad. But he's got no problem with his loving God torturing me forever. Okay. Again, at the end of it, we just don't disagree. We just don't agree. I said from the get-go. And gang, when I'm on my own show, I say what I want to say. And I mean it. I do not like it. <clears throat> when a Christian talks about rape, their God is so powerful and so strong that he needs presuppositional apologetics to prove he exists. And I don't know at what mark, maybe the 30-minute mark or so, he talked about rape being objectively wrong. And I told him. I told him from the get-go. I don't do object. I told you guys. I do not care. If something is objective, I care if it happens. Everything else is everything else. So we went down the road of, you know, is rape objectively wrong? And I maintained my stance. I don't care. I think that's disgusting. And I had no intentions of changing a presup <laughs> because they're presups. The laws of logic. Apparently that proves God. I've been saying this on my show since day one. I don't care about that either. Again, their whole argument just seems to be hinging on assertions and what ifs. You know, is logic? Ugh. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Because what about the five minutes after? And he straight up said, that pizza sleeps fast under the west, therefore the mudge? Proved God. That's a phenomenal argument. And then the whole, you know, asserting my worldview. I don't think I was five minutes in before I said, I don't care about worldviews. I don't. Then he kept saying that atheism was my worldview. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Then he tried to explain, I'm not going to lie. I was reading the side chat when he said it. I mean, how effing rude must you be to sit there and tell someone that they're wrong about their goddamn selves? That's what I was like. Do you even know my middle name? And then it's just the arrogance <coughs> that walks hand in hand. Right? Again, can you name all the other religions? Well, I don't need to examine all the other lies. To know that Christianity is true. That's just arrogant, gang. That's just effing arrogant. And so again, it's like, 
what was it like? It was like talking to a pre-sub. They stacked points on top of points. And when I called them out, because that's what pre-subs do, they interrupt and they stack a point on top of a point. They stack a question on top of a question. I just belt, hashtag unprofessional. Chris did not hashtag his belches game. I think I'm infinitely more insulted by that. And I sat there and every time he did it, I was like, you just did it. But again, that is, I'm quite sure, no it doesn't, it takes a lot of work to become a pre-sub. Uh, okay, reading uh, text. <laughs> but to sit there and to come out of the gate swinging and to define atheism for, again, he's absolutely right. I did not want to walk down that all the way right or all the way left road, right? I know what my atheism says. When you tell me there's a God, I don't believe you. That was my answer. You're saying that there is no God or you're not certain. And I told him, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to go down that road. Because again, and he was right. When I talk to a fellow atheist, I don't measure every word. But when you talk to a precept, you have to. Because you're going to use everything. They are skilled at pointing out every single word. And then they turn around and they use it against you. And when they don't have that one word, they will assert what you said. So again, <clears throat> at the end of that, the whole 90 minutes, I knew going into it, it was going to be a waste of time. Just like I'm sure Chris and his followers thought I was a total waste of time. I've said in my shows, and he's under no obligation to know the stance I have on everything. But I said, and I remember I compared philosophy to football games. <clears throat> I don't want to be around. 100,000 people plastered drunk, standing, and giving their opinion on a sport that they obviously didn't play. But you know what? The stadium needs that kind of energy. So I stay my black ass at home. That's how I feel about philosophy. Because apparently, what Chris did, that's next level philosophy. Apparently, philosophy is arguing. Is rape objectively wrong? Hold on, shit. Apparently philosophy includes arguing is rape objectively wrong. I don't care about that argument. And when I said <clears throat> I would try to stop someone if I knew they were going to rape somebody, why do you care? And all Chris heard was I don't care. I guarantee because I saw he did that to Nikki. I didn't tell him. But he did. He cut certain parts of the show and posted it as like a 30-second clip. How how much do you guys want to fucking bet that I don't care is going to be one of the clips? I don't care. I don't care if rape is objectively wrong. I don't care that Chris doesn't think I have an objective moral standard to be upset by it or to jump in and try to stop it. Then his monkey ass sat there and talked about the slave trade. Why do you care? 
You weren't directly affected by it. And I said, yes, I actually was. Yeah. You know what he said? You weren't directly affected by it. It's not a conversation. And that's what I said. Precepts, they don't have conversations. They push you through a flow chart. They do. And they do it <clears throat> in a police interrogation style. Again, stack question upon question. Put pressure on the person you're talking to. I actually didn't need to be there, gang. Chris apparently knows me better than I know myself. Apparently, I'm not an atheist. Right? Apparently, I don't care about rape. I don't care about the slave trade. Right? I don't have a, And I told him, I don't think about worldviews. I don't care. You said you don't care. You're right, I did. That's the best part about having your own channel. Now I can say whatever the fuck that I want. Talking to a precept, I know I've said this before, you have lost before the conversation starts. Oh, I'm sorry. I, told, I didn't even know this was a debate. I've only entered into one formal debate, and it was a clusterfuck, a total dumpster fire. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, and I was like, well, shit, I didn't know that. My voice is getting a little bit stronger, gang. You can't keep Uncle Bobby now. But again, <laughs> there is no quote-unquote winning. Oh, God. Did you guys hear that? That was fucking disgusting. I hopped the loogie back on topic. Again, there is no winning when you talk to a pre-sub. You have lost the moment you step on the quote-unquote battlefield because the pre-sub knows you better than you know yourself. He said in the very beginning, you know, we're, excuse me, I just built as a professional. We're both revelationists. And I was like, I just learned something. Fuck me. Right? When you sit there and you talk for, I guess, your debate opponent, you're not interested in an honest debate. Do I think Christianity is sitting on some bullshit? Yes. I did not assert that while we were talking. Right? Again, he just sat there and stacked bullshit on top of bullshit, talking for someone while ignoring exactly what it is they said. <clears throat> Again, yeah, when I talk to a fellow atheist, I don't have to measure my words as much. When you talk to a precept, you do, because they're sitting there and they're waiting. I don't care. He just said, I don't care. Then he'll tie it to the topic of rape or the slave trade. So to wrap this up, just wanted to give a quick review. How do I think it went? About the way I thought it would. I talked to a pre-sub. And he talked like a pre-sub. Right? Why am I obligated? You're not. You don't have to. Is it objectively wrong? I've been saying for the 90 minutes, Chris, I don't care. And then when I sat there and I was like, can you name something that you just don't care about? Well, what do you mean by care? Like I said, oh, and when I said apologist is Cajun for a liar, well, what's wrong with lying in your worldview? And I told him, you can lie, but if I catch you or someone else lying to me, 
You can't act shocked and surprised that I don't trust you anymore. I'm about to blow my nose one more time, gay. Okay? Holy crap. So, again, the more I think about it, as I'm trying to wrap this up, I'm going to go make some soup. The entirety of that is just based on if. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it was like, again, is reality real? And I was like, well, which one? Right? Well, like, to him, it was God's reality. He made me. It was like, okay. Then I was like, dude, all these questions that you're asking someone who sweats for a living, if you ever bother talking to a sociologist, I've talked to the greatest sociologist of all time, but let me guess, God, right? So again, when you talk to someone like that, where do you expect this to go? <clears throat> Assert, word game, twist, stack talking point on top of talking point. Tell the person that you're talking to that you don't know yourself as well as I do. Shut the fuck up. So again, that's what it was. I talked to a pre-sub. And the pre-sub talked and acted like a pre-sub. And again, at the very end, or close to the very end, when he sat there and gave me the gospel message, it's like, do you think I haven't heard that before? And then when I asked him, do you think I buy that? Again, he focused on the word buy. What's well, about both? I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. All that is, is the chance to prophetize. And the more I think about it, <clears throat> that wasn't for me. That was for someone else behind me. Someone who's just sitting there on the verge right there. Because apparently this stuff is sucking someone in. It's just not me. He used his platform to reach that one lost person. And I'm using my platform to say, don't fucking fire. It's a trap. I pointed to my mother, like I always do. I just proved to you that my mom exists. Can you do even half that? Well, I already have. And it worked so much, we're still sitting here 90 minutes later, and I'm telling you, I just don't buy it. Or to use Chris's words, I just don't believe it. I spent 90 minutes <clears throat> talking to a presuppositional apologist. And it went exactly the way it was supposed to go. Nowhere. I'm not going to call that a waste of time. If I can leave y'all with anything. Again, my sub, sub number is going up a little bit higher. Thank you all so much. If you heard that. And you're sitting there. Christianity or atheism. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do. You do you. <clears throat> My mother was five foot nine. She was a tall woman. That's my mom. No word games necessary. No threats of eternal torment. If my mom doesn't exist, why should I be logical? I just showed you my mom. She's five nine. The Christian God is so obvious 
and his message is written on our hearts, he needs presuppositional apologists to say that pizza sleeps fast under the west, therefore the mudge. You do you. But as far as I'm concerned, if it takes more than just right there, you're lying. And I know, I know, I know, according to my worldview, what's wrong with lying? Go fuck yourself, apologist. Make your own decision. But if something so big, it created a universe by talking to itself, needs a presuppositional apologist, pump the brakes before you call yourself a Christian. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.